Hello, and welcome to the Digital Mums podcast. Subscribe and tune in for topics important to us, to you and your career. We cover everything from the latest digital and social trends to the future of work, those important diversity and equality issues, and we also have a regular segment helping you with common challenges around working and raising a family. Hello and welcome to the Digital Mums podcast where I am so excited to be speaking to some amazing people from Avon, one of the world's biggest brands and a brand that I first heard about when I was really little when people ran and sold Avon products in my area. I'm delighted to be joined by Kate Shelford, Executive Director at Avon who's going to be speaking to us today about the Avon Academy, which is how Avon managed to train all their global representatives all over the world. But we're also going to be chatting a bit about the culture of learning within Avon itself. And that's going to be discussed with Sharon Murray, who's the Group Head of Culture and Inclusion. Sharon, could you just tell us a bit more about Avon? Because I think everyone I've ever met will know of the name Avon. My personal experience when I was young, growing up in a Welsh mining valley, we understood that Avon ladies would come to the house and our mums would buy beauty products. But I imagine since then, I don't want to say how old we want, but that was some time ago, (laughs) that things have moved on since then. And could you just tell us a bit about where Avon are at right now in 2019? Certainly. And, and actually, my mum and her mum before her were both Avon ladies. So I like to think that uh, that we're keeping it in the family. I've been with the Avon family now for two years. And you're quite right. There's been significant change in the business. But there's been a lot that has remained similar in terms of our core purpose around empowering and advancing women. So as an organisation, we were established in 1886 in the US. And that was before the women even had the right to vote. So David McConnell established our business, a door-to-door book salesman. And as he was going door-to-door, you were correct, quite right. It was often, you know, mothers uh, and women that were that were opening the door. He, he had free beauty gifts that he gave alongside the books. He realised that they were more popular, actually, in some cases, in the books. And then he recruited our first ever Avon lady, Mrs. Albie. And, um, and from there... Uh, across in the US, the Avon business was established with that door-to-door model that you just described for 130 years ago. And actually here in the UK, we're, we're reaching our 60th birthday this year. I guess to your question around, you know, what, what does that mean to as a business? We run a model where people independently run their business on their terms, and then we have the workforce behind them to support. What has changed, I think, is the way that people run their businesses. So. You know, we have very many representatives that ha- that now choose to do their business entirely online through social media, through their Avon store, which is set up through a digital platform. Although that is still quite a small proportion of our revenue, I think mm-hmm. less than five percent actually comes through the online channels. But part of our vision is to is to grow that digital side of the business. So that has been one change. But the thing that's remained constant is enabling women to run their business in a way that works for them. So if you don't want to set up an online store, if your community is the people that live round about you, your friends and family, and that's what works for you for doing your business, we still have the paper brochure. Although we've also gone digital and we have a paper brochure, but we also have a 
uh, online version of that that people can flick through on, on their WhatsApp. So I think the role of digital, the role of increasing social connections and broader connections is really, you know, the exciting part of our transformation journey to help us remain relevant and modern and build on that iconic brand that, that we've had for so many years. And Kate, I know that you are heavily involved, obviously, with the Avon Academy, Avon's learning hub for all their representatives across all those countries that you operate in. Could you tell us a bit more about the learning hub, your ambitions, how many women you train, etc.? So our ambition is to train half a million women globally every month. I'm sorry, can I just take a moment to reflect half on that? Half a million. Digital Moms has been going, just to put that into context, Digital Moms has been going for five years and we've trained uh, just over 2,000 people in total in five years. Your ambition is to train half a million women every single month. Globally. Globally. Absolutely. Amazing. And, and, you know, traditionally some people will still want to learn the, what I call chalk and talk. So they still want to learn through a workshop or they still want to learn through paper-based materials. But where we can scale and where we can have the real impact and where we can measure effectively is through digital applications. So the Avon Representative Learning Hub is a go-to social learning environment. And when I talk about social learning, yes, there are um, the communities on there where you can learn about the product and the sales, as well as business and how to run your business on a digital um, arena. But it's also the place where you'll go where you'll do peer-to-peer -peer learning. So it's a place where you can upload socially what you've done, how you've done it, what you think. Um, and we believe that peer-to-peer -peer training, particularly in the younger generations, is where people want to learn. So learning moves away from, I tell you, you learned, more to, I am inspired by what I've heard, and therefore my behaviour has changed. So it's more, it's more that peer-to-peer -peer piece. That's really interesting because when I worked at an innovation consultancy that predominantly worked in education reform, yeah. the most innovative schools in the world were realising the power of learning relationships across the board. So moving away from just the teacher to the student, to student to student, teacher to teacher, going out into communities, working with businesses. Yeah. So that really reflects what the most kind of innovative schools are doing. It's just really understanding the power of that peer-to-peer -peer and yeah. accepting that it's not just the teacher now that has all the information. Yeah. And, and we know as well when we, we do a lot of research uh, as women online is that you will find people are more engaged by something that they are they're enjoying so that they have a passion in a subject matter. Um, and typically, particularly in when I look at Gen Zs and the younger Gen Ys, it's all about that connectivity and that almost like that collaboration, learning from other people and that community piece is so important. So the social learning platform, we've been very clear, it's not a learning platform per se. It is a place to go to you control how you want to learn. So it's there's no... Um, there's some guides to take you through so particularly as you move in through Avon into more of a business owner so you've been working you've as Sharon said you've, you've got a connection of friends and family that buy your products from you and very quickly people buy people and people think I want to do what you do you know and you can make some money doing it and have fun along the way and you can do it on your terms this sounds really exciting so what happens is people naturally evolve they start building their teams or their own little communities and their own little representative hubs 
in locally. So you will find that somebody may join um, with the clear intention of just doing it for a couple of hours a week and um, with her family and friends. And then very quickly she starts to receive orders online and then people she's never even spoken to have ordered through her website. And then before you know it, your sales have grown and you think there's more to it than this. And then your friendships grow and then your communities grow and before you know it, you've got a business. So it's really important as well on that hub that we don't just do uh, skills to help you learn something, but we also do development to help you have lifelong skills. So around coaching, mentoring, building your teams, uh, financial empowerment. So really giving you some core business skills as well. The hub, the, the learning hub has two objectives, two key objectives is to give you confidence mm -hmm. and to give you competence in whatever measure you need them. And that, that's fundamental. So everything we create, which is why we do tiered learning. So if you only want to learn the real basics because that's your starting point or you think, I don't want anything more than that, that's fine. So all the learning is tiered, all the communities have learning plans which are tiered in them. Because it is about improving your confidence, whatever level you start at, and giving you the competence to know that when you do stand in front of somebody or when you do speak to somebody, you have an understanding of what you're, set off, you're saying. So important. Well, I mean, that just sounds amazing. Maybe she'd be an Avon rep. <laughs> don't tell my work wife that. She'd be like, don't try and poach her. <laughs> Sharon, as lead on culture and inclusion across Avon, how important is that learning mission that Kate was talking about around the Avon Academy to you? So I think that the learning piece is of huge importance for our associates, our employees. I think there are some differences in the type and the nature of learning from you know, a self-employed independent representative that is growing and building a, a sales-based business to the different, you know, the diversity and variety of roles that we have behind the scenes in Avon. But the, the Avon Academy model and approach is really exciting to me in terms of its future potential. A lot of the things that Kate has talked about in terms of how people may prefer to learn is very similar from a, a permanent associate perspective, but we don't yet have that global digital hub mm -hmm. that we can create that same peer-to-peer -peer learning in. The vision actually is to extend the technology and the format that we're using initially with the representative Avon Academy to extend that to then our 20,000 some associates. So for me, that is hugely exciting because we have some great stuff at the moment locally across our 50 countries that we operate in. And we have different systems and different digital systems in different countries where there are great pockets of learning practice. Mm -hmm. What the Avon Academy will give us is the ability to draw that all together and really create that sense of peer-to-peer -peer and sharing best practice across our full global footprint rather in the, than in the segmented way that we do at the moment. This sounds very exciting and for most people that have experienced formal learning it's generally been quite chalk and talk as Kate talked about. Mm -hmm. You have a teacher imparting wisdom to a student Things are definitely moving more digital now, but despite the fact that we have this digital technology, I still don't think there's been that revolution in education away from chalk and talk. I think what we've done often is just replicate chalk and talk models yeah. online, yeah. which um, just seems slightly defeating the point. So I think what you're talking about, there are, you know, obviously these innovative companies have clocked onto it's that it's the social learning and it's 
giving people control over when and how they learn that is the biggest change yeah. rather than the chalk and talk being you have to turn up at a certain time and you will learn x y and z in that time from the teacher exactly and it is cultural as well in some markets that uh, chalk and talk almost makes it a bit too directive but it is that chalk and talk people coming together into a workshop environment and facilitated learning is, is still very important and even with the digital platform all the representatives globally have people support as well so if I join as a representative it's not just me and the digital platform and off you go it is my upline my manager that is there with me each step of the way so typically he or she would sit down with me and and help me if I wanted it with my navigation around that digital platform so, so develop the, a bit of a learning strategy help you if to you want think to, about where you need to get to yeah so we have a lot of uh, representatives that only do this digitally they, they run their business particularly students particularly the very young the students that want to make money whilst we're at university and we've got lots of cases of very uh, entrepreneurial students that actually make a good living from the uh, the digital platform and from Avon so it, it depends on who you are and where you are and what your desires are yes and I think that's partly because as you've described you've got people with very varying needs absolutely in lots of different countries absolutely. so you've got to try and keep it as flexible as possible so that does sound incredibly flexible and on a personal level you two obviously we've talked quite a lot about Avon but what is it about learning that makes you so passionate why are you so passionate about learning well I think um, I mean both professionally and personally um I've you know, had great opportunities to learn from some great people in my working life that goes back longer than I'd care to uh, to mention. And um, I think understanding that there are teachable moments in almost every interaction that you have. So it's not just when you sit down in a classroom or get signed up for a, a development programme. I think being able to learn from your own experience, from others' experiences, learn as much from failure as you do from success mm. is hugely fulfilling. And from a personal perspective, I think the reason I am very passionate both about inclusion <clears throat> and learning is that you know I'm surrounded by a diverse group of, of friends and family. I have two younger sisters who have learning difficulties. So seeing their journey through life and their different way of approaching situations really opened my eyes at quite an early age to the fact that we all learn differently. We all have potential, but get, you know, bringing that potential out where people can be their best is about not just having a one-size-fits-all approach to learning. So I think for me, the diversity and inclusion and the learning piece actually go uh, really nicely together. So when people say, you know, you must have learned it all by now after you know, 20 years in business, I always say, you, you never stop learning. This, no, this concept okay. of lifelong learning and learning being everything from classroom to the TV programme that you watched last night to the person that you had a conversation with on the train on the way into work or, you know, or whatever it is. on Twitter, so, just everywhere. Yes, all the exactly. Time. And I, I guess that's one of the challenges maybe is how do you help people filter because we're, we're exposed to so much. So it's also the, the point about the guidance that Kate's made yeah. around you know, where are where are the things that are going to have the biggest impact for me? What you know, what are other representatives saying they've found mm. most helpful recently? So I think, yeah, I mean, my, my personal passion for learning just comes from that constant lifelong learning piece, and then my professional passion is is working with people to help them find their paths and the role that learning plays in that. And what about you, Kate? 
I, I mirror an awful lot of that. Um, I've always been in learning since I left school. So I, I'm that classic person that was put into, um, and I come from a, a family of university teachers and heads of all sorts of things. So I, I have no choice but to be put in that world, <laughs> but I adore it. And for me to add on to what Sharon said, there's nothing more rewarding to see somebody move from being I can't to I can. It makes my hair stand on end. And I worked in direct sales as a rep many years ago and worked as an area manager. And to see these people achieve something, you just stand there and think, power to women. If you ever get the opportunity to go to one of these events, you come away from these events thinking, you know what? It changes people's lives. It really does. Amazing. My personal experience is that I use learning to get out of generational poverty, which is that. So that's mine. I think everyone has like a personal driver mm. and it can be different. But I think if you've seen the impact of learning, I oh, think that's massive. that's exactly what it's all about, Kate. It really is. It is for me anyway. But I think the other point that Sharon makes really interesting is that there is so much learning now. There is so much on offer. You almost get decision paralysis. Yes. What do I do? Where Overwhelmed. do I go? So that it is that balance of having the, the modules, the assets, the, the forums to learn from. But we need somebody sometimes to steer us, just to guide us. And that's that mental piece as well. I think that's particularly important for women that have got lower confidence, because sometimes people will say, oh, I can find a lot of content around social media training, digital skills training online myself. I say, yes, you can. And if you are the kind of person that can motivate yourself, not feel overwhelmed by all those content and not need someone or any feedback or anything like that, and you feel that's a great learning way for you, go for it. However, if you're not that person and you feel like you need some formal learning, some guidance, someone to help you along the way, people championing you, giving you feedback, that's where that more formal learning environment that involves people, I think, can have yeah. the biggest impact. And Sharon, talking about the passion for learning, how important is it, do you think, in terms of your role, for modern businesses to have a lifelong learning culture? I think it's hugely important but I think it doesn't just stop at learning because I think it's also about creating the conditions that enable people to take up those whether they're informal or formal or peer-to-peer learning opportunities so I think I'd take that question more broadly in terms of modern business you know in particular around our approach to inclusion it's enabling people like we do with our representatives to work in a way that works for them so working in a way that's flexible um, maybe in terms of location in terms of the hours that you work and that's really important to our our internal professional workforce as well and um, because you can create the best learning environment in the world but realistically in the professional workforce if we then put lots of constraints around well you need to be in the office or at your place of work in these predetermined hours with the best will in the world we're not going to enable people with caring responsibilities uh, working mothers, um, the flexibility and the freedom to take up those learning opportunities. So in a modern workplace, learning is important, but it's also about everything else that fits around it. Yeah, that definitely chimes with me. And I'm actually reading Invisible Women with a gender data gap at the moment, which is incredible. And she talks a lot about unpaid work that women do. And often they can't take up additional opportunities because they are doing all this unpaid work exactly. that men are not doing so that makes a lot of sense in order to actually take up learning opportunities that you actually need to just think a little bit differently about enabling them to work in slightly more flexible ways and absolutely and those those learning opportunities lead to progression opportunities and we have some we have some amazing role models in, in our business so our uk executive hr director 
started with us in the US, uh, has just returned from maternity leave following her birth of her second uh, daughter and both times she has returned from maternity leave into a promotion and I've never seen that. I'm not saying it doesn't exist but I have not experienced that in, in any of my previous organisations so that flexibility to enable people to continue to flourish and grow and learn I think is uh, is something that gives me chills when I yeah. when I see those people inside the organisation I'm intensely proud to work for as well. I mean, everyone that's listening to this is going to want to come and work with Avon because that's really amazing. Uh, let's move away from Avon specifically just to talk a little bit more generally about an important social problem that Digital Mums are running a campaign around this year called Learn In. And it's around the evidence that's coming out that mothers are not investing in their learning and are facing multiple barriers partly cost, partly time, We've talked about unpaid care responsibilities. Sometimes they have the hours, but they don't have the bandwidth because of everything that they're trying to juggle, structural barriers, etc. And we saw in the new Avon Stand For Her report that came out in 2019, that UK women were the least likely to have engaged in learning new knowledge or skills in the last three years out of the 15 countries that you surveyed. What do you think that means for mothers as individuals, women as individuals, but also for, for our economy in the UK? I, I think that, I think if you speak to every woman that has been through experiences, they will have both positive and, and, and slightly more negative experiences. So women have a natural desire to want to, to learn and to better themselves. It is about confidence and it's about self-esteem. I mean, I, I do think that there we know that if women are able to reach their potential in terms of learning and employment whether that's self-employed running your own business or you know joining an organization as an associate such as Avon women that are not realizing their um, economic potential um, through learning has a, an impact on our, our GDP is a, 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 in the UK I think a lot of the research showed that um, so I think there are economic implications for the UK as a whole and the UK economy as a whole, if we are not tapping into the potential of what is more than 50% of the population, not, not tapping into that, I think, is, is a risk on a number of levels. And then one final question. What would you say to a mother that is hesitant for whatever reason to sign up for any type of learning experience? I was one. It's 20 years ago. I found myself coming out of the corporate high lifestyle and uh, had my daughter and my self-esteem and my confidence, I have no idea where it went. And this is, you know, this is where I was in 1999. So I had worked uh, for the Boots Company in a senior role at learning and development, had my daughter and suddenly thought, now what? And I can hand on heart say I had no idea what to do. My whole self-confidence was wiped. And I sat in a, uh, a home party where you go and sit and you hear somebody talking and they're standing there and saying, oh, buy this and do this and buy this. And I'm sat there and the lady on the sofa sat next to me. She said, oh, it's a bit confusing. There's so many products to choose from. And I sat there and I said, do you know what? I think you should have that. And she said, how did you know so much about this? I said, well, I used to, I, I really got a passion for products and beauty. And she goes, well, you should do this. Do what she's doing. And I thought, no, I couldn't stand there and talk to strangers. I've, I've struggled talking to strangers even now in my life. No, I couldn't do it. Anyway, so persuasion was, and you know, she said, oh, I'll, I'll have a party for you. I'll get some friends around. And before you knew it, my four friends, that's how it started. 
I went and did a party for each of those four friends, which then their friends said, can you come and do a party for me? And I grew my business over six years into a really strong business and my confidence came back up. Wow, what an inspirational story. So you were one of those low-confident mothers and now you're a global executive director at Avon, one of the biggest beauty brands in the world. Well, if that isn't reason enough for people out there that are listening to think about doing some formal learning, then I don't know what is. So thank you so much. I think we're not going to get any more inspirational than that. So I think we'll end the podcast there. Uh, thank you so much for joining me, Kate and Sharon, and talking to us about Avon, how incredibly amazing it is in terms of its mission, what it does, and its approach to learning and flexible working. So thank you so much. <laughs>